And welcome to the Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Kelly. And today our podcast welcomes two Illinois winners of the NAR 30 Under 30 Honor for 2023, Kyra Button and Kelly Carlson. Welcome, Kyra and Kelly. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me as well. Yes, we are so glad to have you join us. Uh, please, uh, just to get us started here, uh, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Uh, Kyra, let's start with you here. What kinds of information did you gather gather for your 30 Under 30 application? Just give us the, the full origin story of Kyra Button here. Tell us a little about yourself. So I actually came into real estate from a social media background. I had no plans of coming into real estate originally, um, but I had a YouTube channel that was all about small space living and studio apartments and then moving to Chicago. So I had a bunch of people who were reaching out to me asking for their move, where should they live, what neighborhoods, what buildings do I recommend? And I had no idea that even being a leasing agent was a thing in the city. Um, and once I realized that, and instead of just giving out free advice, I could actually help somebody from A to Z and get paid for it. And they are not the ones paying me. It kind of just seemed like a perfect match made in heaven. So I got my license and it took off way quicker than I expected. <laughs> well, there you go. We always like that, especially 30 under 30. I expect it would take off pretty fast there. Um, thank you for that, Kara. Uh, now, uh, Kelly, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, superhero origin story time for Kelly Carlson. Sure. Well, I would say that my application was really just telling my story and coming from a background similarly, never thinking I was going to get into real estate. Um, I came from a four plus year career in engineering and consulting. Um, so really walking through that experience and how that um, sort of evolved into a career in sales. Um, and I also talked about, you know, community involvement, giving back and cultivating meaningful client relationships. Um, so nothing crazy, really just telling my story, I guess. So we're all very curious, like, what was it like to be a finalist for 30 under 30? Um, yeah. Can you describe what that felt like? Were you nervous those final days, wondering if you'd make the final cut? Uh, Kelly, let's hear from you first. Sure. Well, if I recall, the application was due back in January. Um, and that's a little bit of a slower time in the real estate market in Chicago. It's kind of right before the spring market picks up. So um, I set a to-do Um set it and forget it. And a few months later in March, um, kind of honestly forgot about it and saw that email the weekend of St. Patrick's Day and truly like my jaw dropped, could not believe it. Um, and after that, you know, it was exciting and there was a lot of just stuff that came out of it that I don't even feel like I was all that nervous because even if I hadn't gotten to the final cut, I was, it, it was beyond what I ever could have imagined even being a finalist. Um, so very excited. Yeah. What a great surprise to get. Um, <laughs> so, so what about you, Kyra? What was it like to be named a finalist? Were you nervous um, in those final days? I think I'm like the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> I am hyper competitive and I really wish I wasn't. <laughs> um, but as soon as that application was in, I was counting down the days, like I had calendar reminders on there. The day that it was supposed to come out, the email went to my spam. And so I didn't see it at first. And I, um, that one, I didn't see the email because it went into my spam and I didn't find out until I got a phone call from somebody <laughs> congratulating me. And I was shocked and I jumped and screamed. Like I was very 
toned in on this the entire way through. And then when it came to the actual finding out of being a finalist, I was a frazzled mess because I wanted it so bad. And I didn't, I didn't know. I had no idea if this was something that was even going to be able to be plausible for me. My real estate career has been really short and there are so many highly esteemed people that make this list. And when I found out, I like could not believe it. I was over the moon. Kelly, what's been the best thing about making the 30 under 30 class? Sure. I'd say first and foremost, getting connected with a very tight knit group now of 30 other people or 29, I guess, um, that are part of the class of 2023. And as we were saying before we got started here, Kyra and I had never met before, but now we um, have learned that we live a block from each other. We've gotten lunch and um, are very much looking forward to hanging out in Seattle this September um, at the 30 under 30 mastermind that is taking place. Um, And aside from that, I'd say, you know, it does, I think it gives us a little bit of elevated credibility when it comes to meeting new clients, um, because there is, um, you know, a standard that we um, abide by when working with our clients. And, and so I think that's helped in that respect too. And how about you, Kyra? What's been the best thing about making the 30 under 30 class? Yeah. Echoing everything that Kelly just said, the community has been incredible we were reached out to from past 30 under 30 winners from years ago in different states, different cities, people I would have never been connected with who just wanted to reach out to say congratulations and like, welcome to the club. Um, And the reputation has been something that's been really great. Something Kelly and I have talked about this too. There is a little bit of imposter syndrome that comes with winning 30 under 30. Um, I came from social media. I, I felt really confident in everything that I do in that space. And I know that I'm a really great real estate agent, but the recognition that comes with 30 under 30, I think it came as a bit of a shock to me and honestly made me a little bit uncomfortable at first, but that then had to push me to really focus in and become comfortable in my own space and holding my own space in rooms where previously I wouldn't have felt comfortable in. Um, And so I think not only has it been a great thing for me to be able to tell clients and whatnot of that I've won this award, but I think it's been really good for me personally to push myself to have that confidence that I did earn it and I deserve to be in these spaces. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it certainly seems like you both earned it very, very much here just from even talking to you. Um, I, I do want to kind of go back a little bit, though, to like you guys' beginnings. We talked about it a little bit at the at the start, but um, Kyra, you know, you talked about coming from social media and all that, but talk to me about like what was kind of like that final driving force that got you into the real estate world. Um, You know, like what was it? Was it something that you planned for a long time or was it just kind of like, huh, you know, I'm going to try my try my hand at that? Yeah, not at all. Um, (laughs) I got my license like 20 other thousand people did during the pandemic when everything shut down and I didn't know what to do. Um, When I got my license, I started with just my leasing license. And the idea was if I have one YouTube subscriber who wants to work with me a month to find their apartment, then great. That's going to be a fun little side gig um, and be able to kind of dip my toes into it. And within my first year, I closed over 200 transactions and it was just, it went way crazier than I anticipated. And I realized how much I absolutely loved it. So um, 
one of those little weird things where I like, thank you to the pandemic for that, because I don't know that I would have jumped into it otherwise. And within six months of me getting my license, my fiance quit his full-time job in finance and came over to work with me. And it's just been the most exciting thing for both of us since um, to be able to do this together. And it truly is just, it, it's my dream job. Yeah. I like those people that like find their callings like that, you know, something out of like a really crazy, not so great time, but leads to something amazing um, at the end of it. So, you know, going through the fire there. Um, but with you, uh, Kelly, engineering, I mean, come on, like that's a, how do, how do you jump from engineering to real estate? Tell me that story. Well, you're not the first person to ask me that question. <laughs> um, so going back, I always had a love for architecture, residential interiors, um, when I was going into college picking a major, it was towards the end of the recession. So I kind of decided to recession proof myself a little bit with, um, you know, I liked math and science, so uh, I will get an engineering degree. Um, but I think pretty soon into college, I knew I didn't picture myself going the traditional route, um, which is why once I graduated, I worked in corporate consulting for four years and similar to Kyra, during the pandemic is when I decided to get my license. Um, I had always kind of not, I guess, envied or was ad admired people who were in real estate and thought, how cool would that be? But that's just not my path. Um, but really during that time of change for so many people, I started to think about it differently in terms of how could I leverage this career in consulting to differentiate myself in a very oversaturated field, um, in Chicago. And, um, I'm a pretty decisive person. And so once I, that I did it, I quit my job and ever since, um, have absolutely loved waking up every day to do this job. And it does feel like the coolest job in the world. And I'm so, so grateful for, for being able to make that change when I did. So as you guys got um, your real estate career going, who have been the most influential people in your career to date? Kelly, can you give an example of uh, something useful they might have taught you? Absolutely. When I was in the process of getting my license, I had started reaching out to top brokers throughout the city to just, you know, figure out maybe join a team or just get some overall advice. And a lot of brokers you know, understandably had said like, Hey, once you get your license, come back and we can chat. Um, but Jennifer Ames, who is the licensed partner of Engel and Volker Chicago and a very well-respected broker, um, was willing to meet with me before I got my license. And that was really cool. She offered me a ton of helpful advice. And once I did get my license, she offered to, um, one, have me join, Angle and Volkers, but also to take me on as part of a small mentoring group of other individuals who were coming over who had been successful in other industries, but knew nothing about residential sales. Um, and so it was kind of a no brainer at that point to join with her. And I think another thing that was interesting is that I did not get started on a team like many new agents do. Um, it was because I was with um, you know, somebody like Jenny, but also a brokerage with a lot of support, um, smaller group of agents where I think I, I still had the support that I needed to get started. Um, and so, yeah, beyond the basics of learning how to use the MLS and schedule a showing, um, she was teaching us things like, you know, how do you 
foster clients for life and not think about this as a sales career? Um, how do you really serve your clients' best interests every day and, and growing a business organically that way? Um, and that's been helpful piece of advice I've gotten and still very much look up to Jenny um, as as a mentor of mine. How about you, Kyra? Who has been the most influential um, person in your real estate career so far? My business partner, Stephanie Spenner, who I co-lead my team with, has easily completely changed my life when it came to real estate. When I met her, I was at a different brokerage. I wasn't on a team. I I just had my license hung there, but I hadn't closed a deal or anything. And I didn't learn anything. I got the training on how to use the MLS, but I didn't know anything, especially because my business started in the rental world. I wasn't taught how to get these clients into their future homes whatsoever. So when I met Stephanie, it was totally by chance. And we met through social media and I went to her and I told her that I don't think I want to do real estate anymore. And that I tried it and I'm at this brokerage and I feel completely lost and I don't understand it. And I'm not excited about it. And she convinced me to give it another shot. And I quickly changed, hopped over to her team and she taught me everything that she knows. And I would not be here today if it wasn't for her 100%. I would have given up. Um, And I think one thing that Steph has taught me that now we tell this to every agent that comes onto our team, because I think it is such a core part of being an agent is look at the other agents around you, feel free to get inspiration from them and see what they're doing well that connects with you. But at the end of the day, you have to be yourself. And in this market where there are so many agents, the thing that's going to set you apart from another agent is being yourself. You will ne- I don't think that I'm going to be the agent that knows the absolute most and has had the biggest number of transactions under my belt in the whole city. But the one thing that I know that I can do better than anybody else is be me. And because Steph and I both came from having YouTube channels, that's how we originally connected. I was really inspired by that because it wasn't something that you were seeing a ton of at the time in 2020. There's a lot more popping off now, but um, seeing somebody who had built up her real estate career in this more unique way and in a way that connected with me so well really just got me so excited. And I'm so, so, so grateful that we met. Yeah, that I mean, very, very true there. Um, and I, I kind of wanted to ask both of you this because obviously, you know, relatively new in real estate, you know, in terms of like, you know, decade long careers that you see from some realtors, um, but also so very successful now, 30 under 30. But I want to just get your impressions of like, what you think of the industry from when you started from where you are, like kind of what have you learned about the industry um, from your unique perspectives there since you started to where you are today? Uh, Kyra, why don't we start with you there? I think I'm in a unique position in this one, just because I didn't grow up, like I didn't know anyone who was an agent growing up. It's not something that was in like my family business or anything like that. And so I came into real estate with absolutely no expectations. I think the biggest shock has been how much more community oriented the real estate industry is than I would have expected. It is so much about networking and being able to get to know and build these long-lasting relationships with other agents in the city. And so that's one reason why 30 under 30 has been so exciting for me. Um, But I think something else that came as a shock, especially because I thought I was going to be able to do this part-time, is I work more (laughs) than I could have ever imagined working in my entire life. Like I, I didn't know that I had it in me to work as much as I do, but because I love it so much, it doesn't feel like I'm working 24-7. But I honestly don't know how someone could 
build up a successful business, unless you took a very long time without committing so much of your life to it, at least at the very start. Um, but if you have that passion for it, like there is nothing better. Well, similarly, I don't have, you know, something to compare to other than working in the corporate nine to five space for several years. So I think the biggest shock for me was, you know, how much free time you have, but it's truly what you put into it is what you get out every single day. And, um, I think early on, I kind of learned, okay, if I don't, um, you know, go through my list of people that I want to connect with, then the next month is going to be a little bit tough. Um, so I think getting used to how much of it is your network and, and truly just connecting with people. And it's not about somebody and ask if they want to buy or sell real estate. It's, it's like getting out there, being in the community, you know, there are ups and downs like there are in every other industry. Um, there's definitely a different type of stress that I feel. It's pretty high stakes, um, in my opinion, of what we are doing. Um, we're helping people through a major financial, but also life decision. Um, and I don't take that lightly. And I feel, you know, so privileged to get to help people through that. Um, but it's it's the coolest job in the world. And I think I heard it somewhere where, you know, a Monday morning can feel just as good as a Friday afternoon. Um, every day, you know, has a chance to be something awesome. And I don't, I don't have that same mentality of like working for the weekends, um, which is, which is cool. I love hearing that. That's great. Yeah. So now looking ahead, um, what do you want to accomplish in real estate in the next 10 years? And I'll go with you first, Kelly. Sure. So 10 years, I guess, turning 40. Um, <laughs> one thing that 40 under 40, no. yeah, 40 under 40. <laughs> one thing that, um, and this was when I had gotten started, I always knew that I wanted to grow this organically, even if that meant a little bit, you know, slower over time and understanding that this was not going to overnight success for me. Um, and, you know, I got started by doing a lot of open houses and meeting clients that way. And as I've entered my third year, I have started to see more referral and repeat client business, um, which I would love to kind of keep that um, being kind of the bread and butter of, you know, working with friends and family and their friends and family. And, um, you know, rather than paying for a billboard with my face on it, I would rather do a really, really good job with so that they feel like they want to refer me to, to somebody that they know. And it's been really cool to see that. Um, so I hope, you know, 10 years from now, it's the same kind of core values, um, but on a little bit bigger of a scale. How about you, Kyra? What, what do you want to accomplish in real estate 10 years from now? Again, echoing a lot of what Kelly said, I don't have like a big set goal of, I hope to have done X many transactions, or I hope to have a team of this size or anything like that. In the next 10 years, things have just been going so well for me. And the growth has been really organic that I just want to be able to keep this train rolling down its path and have things going as successfully as I have been. Because I think in the first two years, it was a lot of keeping my head underwater, trying to get my feet underneath me and figuring out how do I make this like a sustainable business for me. And in the last year and a half, I feel like I've gotten there and it just 
things just feel like they're going really well. And I want to be able to maintain that, let it grow, but let it grow at an organic, natural pace and just see where it takes me. So I feel like we could, you know, talk to you guys all day, but obviously we can't keep you here all day. Um, everything you guys have said ha- or have said so far has been very, you know, inspiring and I think relatable to a lot of our members and especially maybe if there's new members uh, listening. So um, to wrap up the discussion, um, so we're going to give you both a choice of a question to answer. Ooh, so either choice time. Uh, tell us the best advice you have or the best advice you would give to a new realtor or tell us your favorite part of working as a realtor. And uh, Kelly, it's your turn to start. I will pick uh, the best advice I'd give to a new realtor. And I would say that is finding your niche and mostly to do with authenticity. And Kyra touched on this a little bit too, which I loved what she said about, you know, there's nobody else that is you. And I think when we are living in alignment if our values, our passions, all of those things, it, it, I think it just attracts like-minded people who, um, you know, feel the same and have the same interests and want to work with you. And there is a broker out there for everybody. And um, it's a two-way relationship. It's not just us trying to win business. It's it's a connection on both sides and making sure that that meshes and so whether that's, you know, working with first time home buyers and putting together a robust curriculum to that process for the first time or, um, you know, high end luxury, you know, working with sellers, there's so many different ways to establish yourself and figure out what um, is best for you. But I think when it's authentic to who you are and you're aligned with your values, I think that's the best um, advice that I could give you know, if I was starting over, that would be the best reminder I could give to myself. And how about you, Kyra? What do you want to leave our listeners with? All right. Since Kelly answered that one, I'll, I'll flip to the other question. <laughs> My favorite part about being a realtor, twofold on this one. Number one is I love that there is no ceiling above me. I find that that drives me so much more than I've ever felt driven by anything before. Um, I've done the hourly jobs. I've done a salary job. There's only so many hours you can work in a day. But doing something like this, knowing that every single minute that I'm putting into it is building up my business, I'm obsessed with it. It's I think it goes into my hyper-competitiveness. I just love that I am able to be in control of how hard and what, how quickly my business grows in like the effort that I put in. Um, and the second part of that is, I think it is really easy, especially when you are cranking out a lot of transactions and working with a ton of different clients to kind of get lost in it and forget about the impact that you're actually having on somebody's life. And when I have clients reach out to me and tell me how they didn't believe that they'd ever be able to move to Chicago, and then they watched my videos and I was able to help them find their dream apartment and that their dreams are literally coming true. It's something that I will never take for granted. It is the best part of my job. And it makes me feel so incredibly fulfilled. And that to me matters so much more than the money, than the recognition, than anything, because I get to go to sleep at night knowing that I made a positive impact in somebody else's life. And that is the coolest thing. Yes, 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 yes. All of that. Um, Guys, this has been so amazing talking to you. I know that I'm feeling inspired. I'm not even a realtor. Uh, And, you know, I'm just imagining our members are feeling so inspired by you um, and such well-deserved awards, the 30 under 30s. Um, Just thank you for taking some time to inspire our members today. And uh, congratulations on these prestigious awards. We cannot wait to see what you guys do. Uh, Kyra Button, Kelly Carlson, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. 
Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Kelly, so much for having us. This was such a treat and great to see you, Kyra. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having us. This was fun. Absolutely. And of course, thank you all of our listeners for joining us on a new episode. As always, if you want any more from Illinois Realtors Weekly, you can give us a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more content, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media app. We'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.